0: welcome you're listening to the third season of the baker's notebook a podcast about home baking i'm stacy a mom of two and i enjoy baking with my kids when i'm not teaching biochemistry lab and i'm mia a romance author and home baker we're 2 longtime friends who met and bonded over
1: the perfect apple pie bake along with us as we find new recipes to try listen as we compare notes about our successes and inevitable failures in the kitchen learn along with us as we become better home bakers one delicious recipe at a time this week we're baking Neapolitan Easter bread, or casatello. The recipe is by Yotam Otolenghi for the New
0: York Times. Bake along with us. So Mia, how did you choose this recipe?
1: Well, Easter's coming up in a couple of days and I get really excited about spring baking. I like baking with all kinds of fresh fruit. Um, strawberry lemon blueberries at this time of year and i was looking for something that was savory and kind mm. of traditional for easter and i have in my mind like different kinds of european easter breads with the um, hard-cooked eggs eggs kind of the top so i was curious about that recipe when i came across this one in the new york times and um it's by Yota Motolenghi, whom we love. We've made I his recipes him. before. They're so great. Uh, this one is a Neapolitan Easter bread. And it's kind of like a rolled up, I don't know, man. How would you describe this? Like a cinnamon roll bread almost. Like a like a Swiss, like a big Swiss roll bread that you bake in sort of a, like a, is it like an angel? Toast? Yeah. 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 Like a, a baked, tube pan. Yeah. A tube pan what it's called and it makes rise keep it and it's just beautiful Uh recipe it's filled with cheese and meat and he adds a little bit of pesto and the symbolism to this kind of easter bread as um life basically and and renewal so it's very good for and very beautiful for easter
0: or if you don't, like, it's also very delicious. <laughs> yeah, it makes a great breakfast no matter what you celebrate, let me tell right,
1: you. Exactly. <laughs> and one of the things that is mentioned in the recipe is that uh, Easter Monday picnic is a custom in Italy. And mm-hmm. um, there was one year when I visited France during Easter, and I remember the entire country was shut down on Easter Monday as well. And I think people oh. just keep partying. <laughs> 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 so so I guess picnics are a thing on, on Easter Monday. And this is one of the traditional foods you can bring because it's all contained in a beautiful bread that you can just put in a basket and get going. Um, what did you think about making this bread? Like, did it remind you of anything? Like, what was the technique like for you? Well,
0: what I loved was how we started with Mardi Gras king cake. Oh. And now we're at Easter making mm-hmm. this. And they're both, uh, you know, they're, they're different. They're, they're both, though, yeast breads. Right. Uh, you know, the king cake is more of a sweet one, but, and it's called a cake, although really, I feel like it is like a sweet bread. You're you right. Know? Yeah. And, and so I just love, it. I feel like we came full circle. Oh, uh. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> um, um, here. And I, I've never heard of this. And I had never had it before. And it's a new family favorite. Oh, cool. It is so yummy. It's we super really, yummy. Really liked it.
1: we- you know, it reminded me of a just a really good Italian sandwich. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like good crusty bread. And then there's what is there? Is, there, is it salami? There's salami in here. Yes.
0: It's so great. <laughs> It's super delicious. There's Parmesan cheese in here mm-hmm. um, and you create this pesto with basil and parsley mm-hmm. and there's Guyre it's it's so, it's so good
1: It's like a deli counter inside of a bread.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um can we talk a little bit about this bread? That that encases it, because uh, I needed it with a mixer. I don't. Did you need it by hand or with a mixer? I used a mixer. Okay, so I did. I did use a mixer. It sounds like he is telling you, you know, go ahead, dust your hands with flour, knead this dough until it's smooth and elastic. I'm Mm -hmm. like, that means put it in the mixer (laughs) (laughs) while I clean my kitchen. (laughs) Yes. So, I need it with a mixer, and then it says to roll after you know um uh, once once it's like nice and come together, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then you're gonna roll it out into a twelve by sixteen inch rectangle. Okay. now, did you do that? Did you roll yours out? i
1: I wanna, I wanna talk to people who don't have a mixer but I have a mixer for a really long time. Yes. And so I love making doughs in the mix and I love the magic of like, putting the liquid into the flour and then like slowly seeing it come together and then hearing the slap, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the dough hook, suddenly the dough starts to stretch and like it starts to slide the side of the bowl.
0: Like
1: mm-hmm. I had that experience while making this and I love it. But in his, he says, dust your hands with flour and you can eat the dough for about It's a long need, right? So Mm -hmm. if you don't have, you can still make this. And it isn't going to be, like, I don't think it's going to be a... Yes. The rolling of the dough, I remember I did have to use, a. I did use a rolling pin. Did you?
0: So this dough reminded me of pizza dough, right? And so Mm -hmm. what I did was I just... Pulled and stretched it the way I would pizza dough, mm-hmm. and I felt like I could do that. And so I didn't. I didn't pull out my rolling pin. I just pulled and stretched it to that rectangle, and cool. so and I felt like that was a pretty easy thing to do. To do it that way, it's an um,
1: elastic, like nice. It doesn't rip or tear. It's it's a really strong dough. I feel.
0: Yeah, yeah. I felt like it was
1: and easy to work with and like just lovely.
0: Just lovely. it really was. Um, and then uh, I, because my kids are not hard-boiled egg fans, omitted the egg. Okay. So I did not put, put in eggs. And it asks you to use um, Gouyere cut into cubes and um, Parmesan that's coarsely grated. But what I found was this... Packaged cheese. I think it might have been from Trader Joe's. although Now I can't remember. And it was pre-shredded cheese that contained this Gouillard and Swiss combo that was pre-shredded. Mm-hmm. And it tastes really good. And so that's what I used. So my, my Gouillard was shredded instead of cubed. Okay. Uh, because of that.
1: I liked the cubed Gouillard mixed in with the shredded Parmesan. Mm-hmm. Because it made, uh, it was interesting. You know, yeah, like every yeah. now and then, a big pocket of Gruyere, and if the bread, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's a really yeah. nice treat to have a big chunk of cheese in there.
0: If you can't find um, the shredded variety yeah. that you want to use, yeah, um, and then so so you almost make this like a cinnamon roll, and mm-hmm. he even writes that, um, starting with the longest side. So basically, you know, you put all these things on on the bread, starting with the longest side, roll the dough into a log, as you would a Swiss roll or the dough for cinnamon rolls, so you do that, um, and then you transfer the dough to the pan. And <laughs> how how did was this easy for you?
1: Totally easy.
0: Totally easy. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that sarcasm? No, no, it wasn't. It felt dense.
1: Yeah, that it held together pretty well, and I just kind of. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I feel like whenever there's like the risk of tearing or, or dropping or falling apart, I just do it really fast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So I, I, I agree with you and I did it really fast and that was all fine. But then to put the two ends together, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. was that you, you, was that easy for you? Or was that like, what am I supposed to do with it? How do I do this?
1: I wouldn't say it was easy,
0: but I did remember the conversation.
1: The king cake. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) was like, how do I put this together without it looking bizarre? So I watched a couple videos of a king cake bakery. And I remember we had this conversation where I'm like, well, you take one end and you smoosh it and then you wrap it around the other end. So is that what what? you did? I did the whale tail. I sure did. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Perfect. It doesn't look perfect, but it looks pretty good. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I guess, smoosh mine enough. So, so. I tried to smush them together, but it definitely was taller <laughs> oh, where yeah, the two yeah. came together for sure. Yeah. Okay. And unfortunately, because uh, there wasn't as there wasn't filling in there as much filling oh, in there. Got it. That region, that tall region, was a lot more like bread with pesto in it, but not as much salami and cheese in it. Got it. And so there's, you know. I would say maybe a tenth of the bread that you know in which it's not a huge portion right but there's a a bigger hump there and Mm it just doesn't have the meat and cheese you can give it to the person you don't like (laughs) (laughs) like
1: who's giving me who's giving me a hard time today
0: well I have to say what what we did was we toasted it (laughs) and ate it and buttered it and it was delicious there you go see (laughs) <laughs> i used um
1: let's see i use the hard-boiled eggs i really like that he calls this pesto sauce but it's basically just two herbs mashed together yeah <laughs> it's just what parsley and parsley basil and basil and just you know some salt some salt put it on the bread it's yeah. not really pesto but i imagine that you would be able to use like pre-made pesto if yeah. you wanted but this to is so easy it's true it is so easy
0: it's basil parsley two tablespoons of oil salt and you you blitz it in a food processor or if you or if you have a blender instead Mm -hmm. of a food processor that would work fine now Mm -hmm. if you don't have a blender or a food processor then yeah i think do a store-bought pesto but i (laughs) thought this was so this was so good
1: So good. I really, really like the chunks of salami. I love the chunks of Gruyere. Like I said, the Parmesan. It's just a very flavorful bread. And then when you when you let it rise, do you let it? It's only one rise, isn't it?
0: I remember that was weird. Let me see. Yeah, it's just a one-hour rising, I believe. Let's let me double check. Is it, it is you it a bulk rise or is it in the pan rise? I can't it's remember. It's while it's in the pan. So you've done all oh. of this because that's why I was, the, you know, you you make this dough,
1: mm-hmm. then you
0: roll it out, then you roll it like a cinnamon roll, and then you put it in the pan, cover with a slightly damp cloth, and let rise for forty-five minutes to an hour until nearly doubled in size. It's so, it
1: it seemed a lot easier than it was.
0: Yeah, and it also, when you look at it, you would have thought, like, this took all day. This looks like,
1: you know, like a little Italian grandmother made it. Yeah. Instead of somebody who's like, eh. (laughs) (laughs) Put it in the machine, whatever. (laughs) It was so good.
0: Stacey, what are we baking next week? So next week, we are doing Leonard's Bakery's Hawaii Malasadas, which was published in Savor Magazine. Thanks for baking along with us this week. For links to the
1: recipes and other notes, please check out our website, www.thebakersnotebook.com, or follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Baker's Notebook. You can leave us a voice message on our website if you'd like to be featured on the show. If you bake any of these recipes, please make sure to tag us on social media. We'd love to see what you create. Until next time, happy baking!